0: Welcome to the Coaching Matters podcast brought to you by Fundraising University and Brian Kane Peak Performance. Coaching Matters is a nonprofit foundation whose primary purpose is to help coaches, athletes, and activities directors succeed in their programs, schools, and communities. Fundraising University works to help you raise the most amount of money in the least amount of time with the least amount of interference to support coaches and activities directors in enhancing the student experience and life skill development that is a critical component of our educational systems. Brian Kane, one of the world's leading mental performance coaches, works to educate, empower, and energize you to be your best through his 10 pillars of mental performance mastery systems. Together, each week, we bring you interviews, question and answer sessions, and group coaching around mastering mental performance, creating elite culture, and developing the leadership skills you need to succeed. And now, this week's Coaching Matters Podcast. Hey, we're back. This is Brian Kane, your mental performance coach and the host of the Coaching Matters Group Coaching Podcast, sponsored by Fundraising University. We're talking about mental imagery and I want to walk you through the process that I use with all the athletes I work with. It's a four step process. And the way I explain it in my MPM coaches certification and my 30 day athletes program is like this the four steps to mental imagery. One, relaxation, to create a relaxed environment to help uh, the athletes be able to be more present and focus on the images that we're going to suggest to them. Two, confidence conditioning. Say statements like, I control what I can control and attack one pitch at a time. Say things like, I play the game shift to shift, move my feet and am physical on the ice. Things that they would say to themselves. I let the athlete come up with those. Step three is what we call mental, re- uh, mental recall, where I look back and recall my best performances. And then step four is mental rehearsal, where I look forward at what I want to do next and see myself playing that way. Now, the acronym I picked up from Zach Sorensen that I now use instead of those four steps, and they're the same four steps, it's just easier. So if it's easier, we should use it. Here's the four steps. Acronym is BALL. B, breathing. I'm gonna have you breathe to help facilitate relaxation. Step two, A, affirmation. Affirmation is you're going to affirm and repeat statements to yourself. L, look backwards. Look back at your previous best success. L, look forward, look forward at your next performance and see yourself competing how you want to compete. Now in the certification, I mentioned the five, the fifth step. And the fifth step is just to simply come out of the mental imagery process or have you wiggle your toes, wiggle your fingers, kind of open your eyes and come back to it. But normally when I teach it, I will te- now teach ball B-A-L-L. So let's role play. So I'm going to take you through this as, as general as I can. Now, when I do this with an athlete, I will typically give them a template and have them write out. I'll take care of the the breathing aspect and I'll take them through the six, two, eight breath and a five, four, three, two, one body scan. Six, two, eight. Imagine a triangle between the tip of your nose and the corners of your mouth. As you inhale for a count of six, hold for two, exhale for eight. That's the meditation technique that I teach like the one that, and if they want more, I'll say, check out calm app, check out headspace. But I'll teach the 6 to 8 because I think it's quick, it's easy, it's memorable, and people can use it in a dugout on a sideline of a football game in the, in the corner of an octagon during a UFC fight. So you can use the 6 to 8 breath. So we're going to focus on that with breathing. With affirmation, I'll have them write down statements specific for them and their mindset and what they want to achieve. As they look back, I have them tell me about like their three best performances that they would go back to. If we could, I will say that, say, if we could turn on a TV right now and watch a highlight video of you performing at your best, what would we see? What, go, what games we go back to? And then I might ask some kind of call them, probing questions or some questions to get more information as we go back to it. And then I'll say, if we look over here at this TV and we look forward, how do you want to see yourself competing in upcoming competitions? Things like big body language, being aggressive, uh, highly intense, in control, sports specific things, scoring goals, being physical, you know, completing the extra simple pass, things like that, whatever the sport would be. So I'm going to use a context Tonight, as a coach, I'm going to speak to you as a coach. I know we've got some athletes on the call, but athletes typically can be coaches. As if you're listening to this as an athlete, just think about coaching up your teammates on what they should, they can do, and should do to get better. So let's begin. <clears throat> All right. Now, if you're joining me on the call live, let's have you actually use your voice memos app on your phone. So if you go into your iPhone, search for voice memos looks like this, you can go ahead and hit record and you get a clean 10 minute audio recording here. A lot of times I'll like, I'll do these out in the field. I'll do these in a locker room. I'll do these wherever I'm doing them on a campus, right? I'm not always in the studio. So I'll use my phone a lot for these and the recording on the iPhone is really good. So here we go. We'll begin in three, two, one. This is a ball meditation and mental imagery audio for your coaching performance. And the first thing I want you to do is get yourself in a good, quiet, comfortable place where you won't be disturbed for about the next eight to 10 minutes, whether that's laying down on the ground with your legs straight out in front of you, or laying down on the ground with your feet flat on the floor, like you were doing a sit-up, but laying on your back and taking your hands and putting your hands over your stomach. So your hands will rise with your inhale and lower with your exhale on your stomach. If you're sitting, just sit with a straight spine because a straight spine is an alert mind. Straight and relaxed, comfortable, not sleepy. And as you gently close your eyes, we're going to begin with the B of the ball mental imagery, which is simply breathing. In- inhale for a count of six in through your nose. Hold for two and then exhale for eight. In for six. Six. Hold for two, exhale for eight. And we always like to start our meditation and mental imagery with a breathing exercise to just help you relax and help you to get present. Ideally, your eyes are shut to remove any contextual feedback in front of you and allow you to just relax. And as you hear me now say the number five, just move your awareness to your toes, the balls of your feet your arches, your ankles, your Achilles, your calves, your shins as they release, relax, and let go. And with the number four, move that awareness into your knees, your quads, your hamstrings, your hips, your whole lower body. Just release, relax, and let go. And with the number three, move that awareness into your lower back, mid-back, your upper back, your abs, your obliques, your ribs, your chest, your whole torso. Just release, relax, and let go. And with the number two, move that awareness into your traps, shoulders, biceps, triceps, elbows, forearms, hands, and fingers. And with the number one, move that awareness up the back of your neck, the back of your head, your forehead, your eyes, your cheeks, your jaw. Your lips gently part and the tongue just hangs in your mouth as a complete and total body relaxation and centering takes over. And what you'll realize is that the more relaxed you become, the better you might feel. And the better you might feel, the more relaxed you might want to become. We're now going to transition into affirmation training, the A of our ball meditation and mental imagery. Affirmation training is you're simply going to repeat statements to yourself will say each statement three times with a long enough pause for you to repeat it to yourself, but say that statement with confidence, with conviction, and with a belief of every fiber of your being. I control what I can control and let go of what I can't. I control what I can control and let go of what I can't. I control what I can control and let go of what I can't. I stay in the present. I bring great focus and be where my feet are. I bring great focus, stay in the present and be where my feet are. I bring great focus, stay in the present, and be where my feet are. I'm a transformational coach who makes a life impact beyond my sport. I'm a transformational coach who makes a life impact beyond my sport. I'm a transformational coach who makes a life impact beyond my sport. And now as you take another full deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth, I want you to now look back at your best coaching performances. Those moments where you connected deeply with the athletes and your clients that you served Those moments where you were totally present and time just seemed to evaporate. Whether it's winning championships, quality training sessions, meaningful human connection. Just go back now as you look back in the movie theater of your mind to those moments where you were at your best with coaching. Try to see, feel, and hear what those moments were like when you were coaching at your best. Using all your senses see, feel, and hear. If you can taste, if you can smell, building in all the senses of what it was like when you were at your best. And as you look back, at your coaching success in those moments that give you the most joy and the most satisfaction, those transformational coaching mm-hmm. moments, notice what your body language was like. Notice what your energy was like, what your intensity was like in those moments where you had your greatest impact as a coach. And as you take another full, deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. Now take that coach that you were when you were at your best and bring that coach to your next coaching performance. As you look forward, whether it's practice, an inner squad, a team meeting, outside competition, just look at that next coaching performance that you have and experience yourself performing the way that you want to the smile, the energy, the connection with those who you lead and those who you serve. Being focused, present, in where your feet are. Now experience yourself running a competitive team, a competitive program. What does it look like for you to be competitive as a coach, for your team, the athletes, the clients you have to be competing at the highest level? Now, as we count from 10 to zero, just experience that highlight video as you look forward to that next coaching performance of you being at your very best. 10, Now just take a moment to enjoy this time, this place, this quiet space. As a coach, you make yourself do the extra work. You make yourself game plan, practice plan, train. There's a lot of demands on you and your body and your mind and your energy as a coach. Being able to allow yourself to take a moment through this ball meditation and mental imagery to just relax and to just be where you are. Not always being a human doing, but sometimes allowing yourself to be a human being. And now as we come out of this ball meditation and mental imagery, if you wiggle your fingers, if you wiggle your toes, open and close your eyes and bring yourself back to this room right here, right now, this concludes our ball meditation and mental imagery. So hopefully you are able to enjoy that med- meditation and mental imagery, going back, looking at our ball technique, breathing and relaxation, affirmation, looking back, looking forward and as we're looking forward i want to take a moment to again recognize fundraising university as they're always looking forward for individuals who are competitive self-starters empathetic organized and teachable to partner with for our current coaches that are listening to this and participating with us here if you're interested contact mike Bahoon, m Bahoon, b-a-h-u-n at fundraising that's fundraising with the letter u.net to inquire about assistant coach or area representative position openings within Fundraising University. And if you visit fundraisingu.net slash franchising to find out more about becoming a franchise or Fundraising University franchise owner. So again, thanks to Fundraising University and Mike Mahoon for putting on the Coaching Matters group coaching and podcast program. And as we come back to mental imagery, I think you know ways that we use this, and I think every athlete that goes through this, like raise a hand on the call right now, if you feel way more calm, way more chill, maybe than you have all day, right? And I'll share a personal story. As I go back, my my senior year of college at the University of Vermont, I'm a phys ed major. I, I liked school. I mean, I was in, I was a phys ed major. I loved school. I was playing, I was playing racquetball and handball and learning how to swim and playing field hockey. Like it was the greatest thing ever. I loved it. Learning how to coach, Learn how to teach, taking a dance class. I got two C's in college, dance and anatomy, physiology. Good. So I'm looking for a partner if anybody knows. Anyway, so I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm my senior year, senior spring, and I'm only taking nine credits because I need nine credits to graduate. And I find out like a week in the semester that in order to be a full-time student and play division one college sports, you have to take 12 credits. So I start to panic and I'm like, man, I set myself up to, I have to take a lot of classes my senior season, senior year. What's the easiest class on campus I can take? One of my teammates was like, bro, you got to take, you got to take stress management with Gary Bruning, the gymnastics coach. He brings you in a room. He teaches you how to relax and puts you in the gymnastics foam pit where you're like weightless and you sleep. It's like, sign me up. So I go in and I come in like three classes in, and we're laying down in this foam pit. Like you've seen them in gymnastics rooms. There's like a swimming pool filled with foam and they would, you know, foam blocks and you'd flip into them and you would, you would knock an injury. So we're laying in this pit. He kills the lights. He starts playing this (laughs) flute music in the background. Next thing you know, like he's talking you through and reading from this book, a breathing imagery script. And I'm sitting there looking around going, what is this? And some of you, maybe as you listen to my mental imagery audio are going, what is this? I'm used to the caner that drinks four bangs a day and is bringing level eight juice. What's he doing? Putting me to sleep, right? Got to be multi-skilled. And I remember as I'm laying there, I couldn't, I couldn't even close my eyes. The first class, the second class, I made it about halfway. And then I started itching and I'm looking around what's going on here. Why, why is everyone else asleep? And I can't, I can't, but I remember the fourth class, I had a breakthrough. And I remember for the first time ever laying there. Class got done and I didn't want to get up. And I was a guy who was high stress all the time, had, you know, not a great student, terrible athlete in college, probably college baseball's biggest failure. Maybe that's a big reason why I'm now college baseball's most so after mental performance coach, because I took all the pain and the frustration and the failure that I had. And I've channeled that in the right direction into trying to serve and help other people. And I went and found out the answers I was looking for from Ken Revisa. And one of those answers that I learned, and this is why meditation and mental imagery is so important is this, you have to be in control of yourself before you can control your performance. You have to be in control of yourself before you can control your performance. And for the first time ever in my life, my senior year, I'm laying in that pit and I'm like, wow, this is what it means to be present. This is what it means to be in control of yourself. This is what it means to be able to just be. And I remember going up to the coach afterwards and I said, Hey, um, I know I'm the new guy here, but if I brought in a tape recorder, do you think I can put the tape recorder by you when you're, when you're reading this script? Because I'd really like to listen to this at night when I'm falling asleep. I kind of dig it. He's like, bring it on. So I go, I get a tape recorder and I got a tape recorder next to him listening to this class and he records it. And I start listening to it. And I finally, finally, for the first time in my life learned how to slow down, how to be able to get in control of myself. And, you know, as a former high school athletic director and Marty, I know you're on here and Kevin and, and, and Russ Waterman and Bolt and Tom Medus, and we got a lot of high school athletic directors on here. Right. And, I, and I've been in that, I've been in that seat so I can speak to it and how high stress that seat can be. We got a lot of coaches on here, high school coaches, college coaches, uh, you know, people that you're pursuing greatness. Look, if you're on this call, the one thing I know about you is you are pursuing greatness. You wouldn't be on this call at nine o'clock at night on an East coast time, if you were not pursuing greatness and when you pursue greatness, you put a lot of pressure and demands on yourself, but you have to learn to be able to oscillate between work and recovery. You have to be able to learn to slow down with skills instead of pills, with meditation instead of medication, including alcohol. And part of that is literally taking what we did with the ball exercise And going through that on a consistent basis to to develop and train what Dr. Herbert Benson, a psychologist at Harvard, coined as the relaxation response. So whether you're using calm, headspace, 6 to 8 meditation, the ball exercise, give yourself permission to press pause and to slow down. Because guess what? When we're not here anymore, life's going to go on. When we're not here anymore, someone else is going to sit in that AD chair. Where we're not here anymore, someone else is going to do coaching matters. Where we're not here anymore, someone else is going to be the mental performance coach for the Atlanta Braves. So let's take a 30,000-foot drone view for a second and just remember, we're just a little blip on the radar here. And what we do is important. And what we do, we're passionate about. But we have to remember that self-care is not selfish. Self-care is actually selfless. And when you take care of yourself, that means you become your best self. And to do anything, anything, but give your best self to the world would be selfish. So let's make sure we work on us. I appreciate you being here with the Coaching Matters Group Coaching Podcast tonight. Again, special thanks to Mike Bahoon and Fundraising University for allowing us uh, to do this together. And looking forward to catching you all in the next two weeks. Thanks for being here. Check out the podcast. Until then, don't count the days. Make the days count. And we'll be talking with you soon. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for checking out this week's Coaching Matters podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a subscribe and a review. Also, be sure to engage with us on social media here in the notes for the show. And remember, dream big, raise more, and coaching matters.